Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. Where are you, Auburn fans? Welcome to No Huddle, your source for Auburn football news and discussion. Part of the E2C Network, a family of Auburn athletics podcasts. I'm AJ Richardson, and I'm also here with Ben King. How are you doing today, Ben? AJ, I'm great, man. I, uh, I'm as good as you are when you started that, going really fast and then slow it down, take a little bit of a breath there, and then come back with a fast with a Woo-hoo! strong intro. I yep, definitely like it, man. We're having fun, and we've got a lot in for... Uh, our discussion today it's uh, practice we're be talking because practice has started practice has begun like fall camp practice not literally like spring practice this is like we're in the range of you can see the finish line it is basically football, football season. season it's basically oh, it here so close. pretty much it i walked outside saturday and i was like is it game day and uh it was not of course because it's four weeks away but yep it definitely felt like it. And Auburn was on the field. So it's true. They were. Very, very close. Very close. I can um, see yeah, it. I can we, smell it. We're, I can feel it. We're about three or four practices in, uh, depending on when you listen to this. Uh, we're, we're so excited. There's a lot of stuff happening. Freshmen are getting to play. Uh, lots of veterans are trying to figure out uh, – new things that they can do a lot of new developments uh and improvements are happening freshmen are getting name dropped in press conferences really i know that doesn't happen no at least that's not the old hot seat malls on no no i mean you you ask gus hey are there freshmen standing out oh yeah there's plenty of them but he never mentions my name so it's pretty neat i don't know if that's uh, again his uh comfortability or something uh that he's willing to Talk about new incoming freshmen. Imagine being a freshman on the Auburn football team, coming in expecting to sit out for a season, but yeah. then hearing your name in the press conference. It's pretty impressive. That's that's got a lot of fire. Yep that that would make me play so good because I'm thinking when I played high school football and yeah it's high school but like even if your name got mentioned in uh, local news even on like in a newspaper. Like you'd just be like, yes, I made oh, yeah. eight tackles, whatever. Like it, He's whatever like, the statistic was. Oh dang, coach notices what I'm putting in. It I might yeah. play. I got to yeah. step up my game. Yeah, you got to keep that high intensity level because everybody at the beginning is going to have high intensity, going hard, want to show off to the coaches. But then it's, some of that's going to die off because you just get into the grind of things. And you get worn down. The heat gets to you. Um, so maybe that's an extra motivation for these guys, I love these it. new freshmen. It might be sending a message to the incumbents too, like, "Hey, you got to mm-hmm. step it up. This isn't this isn't 2017. This is 2018, where we're going to the natty. Get ready." Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's pretty impressive to see this this side of Gus, and 
Uh, I mean, the players, the just from the press conferences that Gus has been having, the intensity is there. Um, and that's, that's always a good thing to hear. Guys are ready to hit, ready to play hard, ready to hit the field, running as fast as possible. Uh, and they, it's a, it's a, I love this time of season because of all of these guys, you get to hear about things and then in less than 30 days, we'll actually get to see them on the field. Um, and our first game is going to be against Washington, as y'all all know, uh, September 1st in Atlanta. Number uh, six in the coaches poll, by the that way. That is very true. And Auburn just got ranked number 10. Top 10. Uh, top 10. Um, Only nine to gonna go. Be, it's going to be a, a fantastic. I mean, Auburn just has a knack for finding the Chick-fil-A kickoff ball and like two top 10 teams. Like that just seems to be like the perfect chemistry for like the kickoff game. At least it has been in years how, previous. How high do we jump after we spank Washington? Well, think about it. Washington's going to drop. Now, I don't know. If we do spank them, I could see them dropping out of the top 10. But if it's a close game, Auburn wins by three to seven points, we're going to jump up a couple spots. Yeah. And Washington drops a couple spots. We'll jump Washington. Um, that that would be my prediction for that. What, what are you thinking, Ben? Well, I mean, the top three, I want to say it. I'm not looking at it right now in front of me. I know the top four, I want to say it is Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Georgia. Is that right? And uh, Yep, that's right. Boom. Called it. I don't think any of those teams are going to drop until late, late, late in the season. Maybe Ohio State if they can't control this Urban Meyer stuff. Yeah. But right now Washington's number six. Wisconsin, Miami. Does Miami start off with LSU? They could lose that game. So, yeah, I think we jump up to number seven once we beat Washington. Yeah, it can definitely happen. Um, that would be a great start for Auburn. Uh, there's a lot of pessimism with this big game, and I think going into it, there's this like, oh, no, we're on a two-game losing streak, and we can't win. That was last year. Mercedes-Benz. That was yeah, last exactly. year. It's last year. That was last year's team. Yeah. We just need, it's kind of like we just got to break the streak and win a game in Mercedes Benz and everybody will be quiet. It's going to happen. Um, it happened, Look, it, or the same kind of similar thing happened with the Georgia Dome. First few times Auburn came, didn't win there. When we played then Georgia, we winning. they were coming off of a cream cake game against Georgia Tech, who yep. I don't care who you are, they don't have a team that matters. <laughs> Nope. And well, that's one of the we reasons Georgia fans are the worst. Yeah. Well, it's because it's the only competitive. I mean, maybe Georgia State, but they're now that's the only competitive team that's in you know the state here. Yeah. It's not like the state of Alabama where you have two prime time teams. It's not like the state of Florida where you have three. It's Georgia. Yeah, that's true. That's why their fans sometimes get more outrageous and trash talking than I would say Alabama because at least Auburn fans can usually put Alabama fans in their place. The Alabama fans sometimes, you know, you got the random ones that will just like yell at you or whatever. But Georgia fans, I mean, Georgia Tech fans can't really go to Georgia fans unless they just beat them. And I don't think that's happened in a long time. Like, well, they beat them a couple years ago, but 
they can always go like, I got better SAT scores than you, and uh, <laughs> they they can definitely say I make more money than you. I'm pretty sure that's you're probably pretty right. consistent. Not saying that you know Georgia has a pretty good uh, business school, but engineers make some money. Yeah. Oh, they make tons of money. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's talk about uh, some of this coaching that we've already alluded to. Um, Gus being very comfortable. The three, uh, actually, there are four guys that he ended up talking about that were freshmen um, and newcomers. It's crazy to think Gus is now talking about these newcomers. Is not is in the generalisms. Aussie? Is the Aussie a freshman? Uh, no, I don't Crikey. think so. Oh, that's okay. Uh, yeah, the forward uh, wide receiver Matthew Hill, uh, the one that we've talked about a good bet, Anthony Schwartz. He's that fast guy that we're gonna have, probably have a dual athlete uh, playing football wide receiver and also a track athlete. Uh, then we've got running back slash wide receiver Sean Shivers, Buck defensive end uh, Richard uh, Jibuner. I guess how you say his name. Jibuner. Uh, so that's again neat. Gus is coming out of his like. I'm I'm just going to mention them in generalisms, but actually specifically saying who those people are. Uh, that'll I think that'll help with uh, the fans understanding these new players because a lot of times you see these new players, you have very little information about them coming out um, into the season. You may now I really hadn't done any research on Matthew Hill. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to go look up some extra film that he has and uh, see what kind of stuff he can do. Um, and just keeping up my eye on the news cycle for uh, Matthew Hill uh, being referenced. Uh, so I think it's a really good thing for uh, fans uh, getting around and trying to figure out what this 2018 uh, Auburn football team is going to look like. And this is where uh, that new redshirt rule comes into play really well because these guys, probably majority of the freshmen, are going to get redshirted. But mm-hmm. we're definitely going to see some playing time from him as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, guys that I could see, Anthony Schwartz, I have a feeling if this new redshirt rule, like guys like him, there's going to be guys would not see the field. But now that they they can play in four games, it's opening up so many new doors. It's, it's allowing those guys to develop, and I think that's the biggest thing about this. Uh, one other thing, uh, news development with coaches uh, – Trey Williams, you may know him uh, from this past uh, few seasons at Auburn. Uh, he's a linebacker. Uh, he had the shoulder injury off and on throughout the season. Uh, he ended up getting disqualified uh, for his injury um, when he was trying to go to the NFL. Uh, they pretty much said you need to be fully healthy uh, before coming to the NFL. Uh, probably a wise decision just based on last season and pretty much just living with the the shoulder injury the whole season he is now going to be joining gus's staff as a recruiter um and i'm pretty excited about that it'll be another hand um to and and he already knows gus he knows the system um of how he coaches so i think it'll be good um and from what i remember he was a pretty enthusiastic guy anyways and that's what you need uh for a recruiter yeah for sure it sucks Uh, that he can't play (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, he can't play, but uh, he can look on the field, and um, I don't know how what the rules are as far as if he can uh, do some scouting, but maybe I don't know what the rules are for them. Uh, so another piece of like coaching news: uh, Gene Chizik, he uh, 
he came back to Auburn for the very first, well, Auburn's campus. He's been living there, but like Auburn's campus to uh, actually talk to the football team. And that's, I think that's a really neat thing. And that's something very special. Uh, Yeah, he hadn't been on uh, the athletic facilities uh, pretty much like their whole, like, I think, think, what was it, since 2012? That was probably what, yeah, 2012 when he left. Um, after that terrible season. Um, and that that's, I think, a really good thing that Gus did. He brought him and said, hey, once you, you're a motivational speaker now, you're uh, an analyst on ESPN, like we want you to come out and kind of motivate these guys um, as they're going into the first few weeks of this practice uh, right before the season starts. And kind of the message that he told him was, guys, you need to develop as leaders on the field. There's going to be coaches. Those those are the guys that are your leaders, but they don't always get the fame. They don't get the uh, publicity that if, for example, uh, Anthony Schwartz, he makes a 70-yard-long catch. They don't talk about Gus Malzahn usually when that happens. They talk about Anthony Schwartz. They talk about... Um, even last season, a, a leader on the field, Trey Matthews, um, on the defensive side. Guys like that, you need those leaders out there. Uh, those are the guys that will be getting everybody together. Um, and you need that unit out there together um, as a unit, uh, building that that strength, that uh, understanding, communicating to each other. Uh, that was kind of like the heart of his message. Uh, ben, what do you make of Gene Chizik? Were you shocked at all when you heard about this news? No, man, I, I love me some Chisdom. And I think it's kind of a shame that he hasn't been back since, especially since he brought us Gus and a national championship, which was the first one in 50 plus years. So yep. the regardless of how his career at Auburn ended, he took us to the pinnacle and the highest point we've been to in the past 50 years. So, yeah. Yeah, invite Gene back every day. Yeah, and if you look at his leadership in 2010, it was phenomenal. Like, there was a video I think Auburn Vault posted of just a pep rally that uh, he had right outside the Auburn Arena. And I remember going to it as a freshman. Gene Chizik was fired up. Like he, great. he was. This was the all-in year, mm-hmm. and like I was bought into it 100%. Painted up if every I was game. bought into it. Say what? Painted up every game. I was yes, all you in. Did. I painted up, I think, two or three of those games. Yep. Um, it was so much fun. Definitely worth it. Um, and again, like we we love Gene Chizik because of that. Uh, you kind of throw. I mean, I'm I literally just like forget about this 2012 year. Um, and just I don't even remember it. Like there was even a a place when he pulled up from the 2012 season, and like I'd really wiped that season even in the good plays that we had that were very, very few and far between, uh, I kind of wiped that away from my memory. But even when I watched that, I thought, man, I have i don't even remember this. Like, I really don't because it was just that, I don't know, just gone from my memory. Yeah, we didn't have uh, a season of football my freshman or senior years, but we went to the national title in 2010, so that's fine. Yeah, and 2013 we went to it. Yeah, I wasn't at school anymore. Well, I was still coming I back because Caroline was there. <laughs> yeah, I, that's true. I had season tickets. Yeah, you did. You were sitting <laughs> in the the adult section, not the student section. I was. I still came to the student section. Oh yeah, you did. 
Yep, I was at the BCM, I think, majority yeah. of it. Yeah, you'd come sit with us. It's good times. That's yeah, how Kyle got to go times. to the uh, the first time we, we rushed the field. That's how this podcast started. It really was. Oh, it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah, very good. All right, let's talk about some of the players. There, There's little bits of pieces of knowledge about uh, these players and what they're doing at practice, a lot of it, because it's very new. They're still, I think, just today was their very first practice with pads on. So you can't really like test out guys 100% until uh, you go full contact and uh, even really until a scrimmage. Um, so it's kind of like a trial period at this point. Um, so like the information, you, you kind of just got to take it with a grain of salt. Uh, one of the things I, I that was hit on, um, just because we just got this commitment, is a new quarterback transfer. Uh, Cord Sandberg, uh, he played uh, originally. Uh, well, he he was committed to Mississippi State. Uh, he was going to go play um, some football there, but then decided to pursue his baseball career at the Philadelphia uh, Phillies organization. Uh, he played there for about six years in their minor leagues, um, and uh, now he's 26 years old, and he wants to come back and pursue his football career. Uh, He's a very mature-looking kind of guy. Um, if you look at any of his pictures, I honestly lo- – he looks like a 30-year-old man. Um, just his presence, his uh, the way he presents himself, I think is uh, – that'll be good for a quarterback room. Uh, just even though he hasn't been in the game, his being that much older I think will sit well. Uh, I highly doubt he'll get to play any. Uh, ben, what's your take on uh, Cord Sandberg? And uh, this new addition to Auburn, very, very late uh, in in this, uh, I don't know, the time that they can add on new players. Now he's got a rocket arm and he can throw a ball, so good for him. I don't really yeah. know exactly what his plans are, but if he really uh, you know, does well and learns the game, he could have a career. Who knows? Yeah, and he played in high school as their starting quarterback. Uh he just decided to go after his baseball career, see if he can uh, do anything with it. Yeah, baseball is uh, a, a very different sport than football. Yeah. I mean, you throw a ball, but The amount of athleticism required is not really a comparison. They're, yeah, they're they're way different. Um, even the throwing styles are different. Like a, yep. a, like a baseball, you can hold the ball, get almost all of your hand around it. Football... You get like your hand barely around it, um, just to hold the ball and throw it. Um, so like he's got to get used to all over again, throwing a football, getting into the rhythm of passing, throwing timed routes, and those are things he hasn't done in probably like six years plus. Uh, and that's something he's got to keep on like practicing. Uh, but I don't know. That's a neat thing uh, for him to come on uh, to this team. Uh, just a kind of a side note, I think it's kind of funny. Um, so Gus, when he was talking about Jatarvius Booby Whitlow, he made a, a statement and I just thought, Gus, you shouldn't have said it this way, but he said, referring to Booby, he has caught his eye. And I was like, Gus, come on. Really? Like, are you, are you serious right now? You really just said that? Gus has such um, a pure little mind. <laughs> he probably does. So it's fine. Now, if, he does. If Booby's going to catch his eye, then, you know, let's just Gus. 
just telling how it is. He didn't mean yeah. anything about it. <laughs> I just thought it was really funny <laughs> when that came across um, in one of the press conferences that he said that. Um, but really, like, he, he did talk about uh, uh and, and one of the things he mentioned was he has a lot of urgency. And it seems pretty accurate. Most of these guys have a lot of urgency, which coming out of a uh, last season where you kind of go off, and it, like I, I could see some, if you really wanted to make it easy and just like go along with practice, you could not have urgency, but you can see these guys have urgency wanting to better their season from last season. Um, so I think that's a phenomenal thing. Another one of the uh, running backs, uh, I guess you can call him a running back, is Chandler Cox. Um, but I saw nope. uh, that Gus was talking <laughs> about him playing running back. That yeah, for blocking. Make sense to me. Yeah. yeah, he can block. Yeah, give him give him a fullback role. Maybe if we did him... like I formation like two type, he can be you know the fullback. That's fine. Uh, yeah, that would be much better. And just don't hand it to him. Yeah, just a proshy prosh type deal. <laughs> what well, we I'm, could crush okay with, that. with a proshy prosh, but yeah. I don't know if I want a Cox carrying the ball. No, I mean I think he had he's had fourteen yards or something rushing in all of his career at Auburn in rushing. I don't feel comfortable with him uh, running the ball. The fact that he sure has he... positive numbers is impressive to me from what I remember. <laughs> so true. I mean, and think about not do you remember the. Go ahead. Not not to be like mean to the guy. I I know he's putting forth the effort and he's doing more than I could do, but yeah. Still, like we have a pretty deep backfield even though they're all young. Yeah. It we we, we prosy pros. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and like I I keep thinking about the Chandler Cox. You remember that trick play that they tried to do where oh my like gosh. Chandler did a little pirouette yes. like spin thing? And like try to fool the defense or something, and everyone just tackled me? him. Like the dumbest thing. Think he's twinkle toes, and he's oh my gosh! Like runs at half that speed. Was, that was not that was not a fun time. Uh, at least he didn't throw it backwards. Yeah. Jameis Winston has done stuff like that. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about some wide receivers. Uh, still not a whole bunch about Eli Stove and uh, Will Hastings still out, uh, but they were practicing, so that's that's positive. Um, they're running around on the field, catching some balls. Definitely non-contact, but they were out there, and they were doing a light pace. They weren't going full speed yet, but I think both of them are like four or five months uh, past their surgery, and like a typical recovery is about six months. Yeah, that's... So that kind of lines up with like them coming back mid-season. I think they're doing great. Yeah. Because Hastings had an ACL injury, right? Were they both? Correct. Yeah, both of them. Mm-hmm. To, the fact that they're out there running around... I I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Because usually yeah, you don't start running around thing. until about six months. Yeah. So they're already getting back in shape. Yeah. Um, and then even we, we've got our regular guys, Darius Slayton, Nate Craig Myers. Um, just the, the regular guys that we had these past couple of seasons, uh, now they're upperclassmen. Um, and I those are the guys I'm really looking forward to, to seeing. Are they going to take up a little bit extra? Yeah, Ryan Davis, obviously, who's going to probably be our number one wide receiver coming into this next season. Um, I, then we've also got new guys like Shedrick Jackson, um, related to Bo Jackson. Boom. Uh, 
Anthony Schwartz, the very speedy guy. Um, I've heard some talk about him maybe being our speed sleep guy in the absence of Eli Stove. Maybe. I mean, he's a I hate guy. that play. Um, it it doesn't, worked a few times. It A few times. Mm-hmm. We need to use it more sparingly. Okay. We go to it well, way too often right now. I feel like we'll probably will since Eli Stove is out. We're yeah. going to probably not use it as much. I think the Chip Lindsay offense is going to be a little bit different than it was last year. At least I hope so. It, what what makes you think that? Well, I just want more downfield throws. And Jarrett Stidham's mm-hmm. at like 100%. Yeah. And Jarrett's yeah. going to have the ability to audible, which mm-hmm. that will open up a lot too. Yeah. And I, I think you're probably on to something. Because I keep mentioning they want to, they've been practicing a lot of intermediate routes, which was one of the biggest weaknesses. We would either go really short or we'd go for the 50-yard bomb. Yep. Um, not a whole bunch of middle routes. If it was middle route, it would be somebody like Will Hastings uh, doing a cross 15 yards deep. Or Chandler Cox uh, who would drop it. Or Chandler Cox. <laughs> he did catch a few. And Chandler Cox has fantastic hands. Like we do, It probably sounded like I was bashing on him. For well, it sounded like I was bashing on him, but that's fine. <laughs> we were probably both bashing on him. Watch, well, Chandler uh, Cox is going to be an all-star this year. Oh yeah, he's gonna be all SEC fullback. Um, <laughs> man, he's he's just a phenomenal player. He finds guys and goes and hits them and opens up holes. Uh, all right. Anything else, uh, offensive wise that you want to talk about, Ben? Nah, I think we covered it all. All right. Um, there's not a whole bunch defensive wise. We know defense is gonna be pretty solid this year. Uh, we'll get into it more uh, as as we learn more about these players and how the team uh, is coming together. Uh, But I mean, uh, you look at the, just the raw talent of these guys, the defensive linemen, the linebackers, defensive backs. These are really impressive players. Put them all together. It's incredible. Um, And that's, I I almost attribute the top 10 ranking to our defense. Um, There's a lot of, uh, stability when it comes to a defense that can hopefully they they'll stop the teams, um, keep them within on on their side of the field, and we get a great punt return, get back to midfield, and then let our offense go. Um, that's 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 kind of what I'm envisioning a lot of happening this season. We we have a lot of uh, force, like we force a lot of three and outs on other teams um, with this solid defense. Um, Ben, what are you expecting out of this defense just as a whole? Um, we'll get into specifics later on. Uh, but like as a whole, what are you expecting out of this defense? Uh, I'm expecting a couple of shutouts this year, which is great because I think I call a shutout every year and we never get one. We're so, so close. Maybe and then we just, I know, yeah. right. We just kind of let up and that might be a thing that Gus does is he starts putting in some of the freshmen like late and yeah. we'll give up something. That's probably why we have not had a shutout, even though I really want one, but the, the best thing about the defense over the past few years is they've not only kept us in games, they've won games with us. And mm-hmm. that's going to be the same story this year. Probably one of the reasons that we're going to be, you know, national champions at the end of the year because of this defense. Yeah. And the yeah. offense is going to be good. I, I think the fact that we're oh, yeah. ranked so high is because of the amount of returning starters, you know, the, the mm-hmm. system, how well we did last year with, the amount of injuries we had and that it we we have a, a very very difficult schedule i think that's probably the only thing 
that we have in our way. But as far as yep. talent goes, uh, complete team starting off the bat. Besides just a couple yeah. areas that we're going to you know, fix up in the next 28 days. Yep. And some of those things, like special teams, that we'll get into in just a little bit. We had issues with our special teams. We got a new special teams coach. Uh, we have a replacement for Daniel Carlson, his brother, Anders Carlson, which I did learn how to say his name. It's not Anders? It's... No, it's not. Well, I'm going to call him Anders because he's in Auburn. <laughs> I know. Well, that's, that was the thing. I kept hearing his name in press conferences as Anders. So I started looking it up, and for sure, it's Anders. I was like, okay, interesting. It's spelled like Anders um, Bookstore. That's a Tiger of Bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> Some free ad. Nope. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, okay, so like, all right, let's talk about special teams since I already kind of opened up that door. Um, Anders, it, it, he looks really similar to Daniel Carlson. So somebody did some analysis on him, and okay, I tell you, Ben, Daniel and Anders, they're brothers. How similar do you think their kicking styles are going to be? Uh, I think Anders is going to be even better. Okay, like how, how, like how much better? Like I think uh, you see Daniel Carlson nailing like. 50 plus yarders so expecting more daniel is the golden leg i think by Mm -hmm. the end of anders anders career we'll be calling him the platinum leg hey right now yeah he's like the silver leg but yeah well he's got he's got to earn yeah he's got to earn it he he gets right now he's he hasn't even played an official game in front of uh 78,000 fans um, he's he's got to do that first, and uh, probably in like a. I mean, think about it, Daniel Carlson. And when we played LSU a couple years ago, he won the game for us. He was the Six only kicks. points that we had. Like that's the kind of thing we might have to have Anders uh, if our offense doesn't go on. I don't but think so. Let's be honest, our offense is going to be way not better. this year. Like, and that was that was the weird time when like Gus was like trying to like still have his hand in the offense but then he was like Rhett okay you can run it but like sometimes in certain situations I'm gonna take it back over and like you could see plays were not put together well they were just the team didn't they were getting mixed signals I don't know it just seemed very odd um and you want like we have now one guy Chip Lindsay he's running the offense and Gus of course is gonna give his input but for the most part, it's it's a new new guy. Yep. Uh, offense or special teams wise, we we have this new punter. Um, ben, do you want to introduce him? Uh, because I think you you know best about this guy, um, and and what kind of what kind of things we should expect out of him. Crikey! Uh, I'll just tell you that from the down under, he comes out, he kicks the ball, and it goes flying. He comes from a place where they play without pads. He doesn't even need him. He just comes out, kicks the ball, and it goes flying. No, all they do in rugby, they just kick the ball left, right, center, field, everywhere. On the pitch, that's how they do it. That's how he's going to do it on the Auburn Tiger football field. Get ready. He's going to knock some guys off their, their feet. Why? Hey. He, he's got a leg as strong as those kangaroos out there. <laughs> You've got to be fighting them kangaroos. You've seen the tiger. The tiger's scary, but kangaroos even more scary. they got the legs, they got the feet, they got the hands, they got the... They got the tenacity. Watch out for them hey. kangaroos. And <laughs> Watch out for them roos. Crikey. And think about it. Aaron. Aaron. His name, Australian. Rhymes. Come on. Like, how perfect is this? Australian Aaron. Um, 
Australian Aaron. Aaron Australian. Yes. And this guy, I mean, he's he's coming out on fire as we, as many guys would expect. I don't know. Um, Gus Gus says don't uh don't count out Aiden. You're he's, right. He's gained I mean, twenty eight pounds or something like that. That's right. Twenty seven pounds. <laughs> twenty seven pounds from last season. I I rounded I, up. Oh yeah, sure. Okay. But still, that's really impressive for like a punter to gain twenty seven pounds. Pure muscle. Uh that's ah, amazing. And you know, like Aiden, think about it last year, he was the walk on. He came in. Uh he had to pretty much just like take over because Ian Shannon was just he was so infrequent with how good of he would have a great 50 yarder and then he'd have like a 20 yarder and it, that's just not going to cut it. And so then Aiden count, comes out solid 40 every pretty much every single punt. Um but those 27 pounds, that's a good thing. That's bigger and stronger leg um that he can use. Tell me uh, this so though. Aaron Aaron's going to have some some competition out there. Is uh, 27 pounds or a lifetime of fighting with Ruse <laughs> gonna get you the starting position as the lead punter of the Auburn Tigers. Oh man, that was good. Uh, Australian yeah, Aaron's uh, gonna have something to say about that. Oh, Australian, <laughs> he's, he's definitely Australian Aaron. Get ready, crikey, my mate Aaron. <laughs> crikey, mate. Uh, one of the things just to note about uh, Aaron, he. Uh, he came from Australia, as you all well know, but from a organization where he trained called Pro Kick. And something I didn't know until I started looking this up, Pro Kick has produced the last five Ray Guy Award winners. Pretty impressive. I'm almost like setting that expectation. Aaron, you're going to be our next Ray Guy Award winner. Ray Guy. If not this year. It'll be next year, and then the year after, until you graduate. Because, let's be honest, you're 25 years old. <laughs> and you're probably going here to play at least a few years, and then go off to the NFL, and then play until you're 45. Because punters, you can pretty much be as old as you want. Australian Aaron, um, playing in the NFL. Yeah. Um, one interesting thing, and I haven't watched Aaron punt yet, but Gus was mentioning that he doesn't really have a spiral on the ball. Um, it's more like a knuckleball. So I'm very curious because I, in high school, was like the backup punt returner. And a few times I would get thrown out there on the field. The hardest ones to catch were the knuckleballs. Yeah, for sure. So I'm, I'm wondering if that's his just his way he wants to kick it. I'm, I would bet so. He's not trying to put a spiral on it. If he can kick it 70 yards like Gus is saying with a knuckleball, yes. That is <laughs> incredible i think we should That's just gonna be send six guys down the field every single time <laughs> just beeline to the ball yeah pretty much have, have some like sprinters get down there yep uh iggy and get on the line i'm just trying to okay let's let's think back i just want to like harken back on the last great kicker that we had was stephen clark and stephen clark did a phenomenal job of pinning him really far and really deep a lot of times um, I, what are you thinking? Like Aaron supposed is like his, uh, his way of working his way into being a punter, uh, at Auburn. Um, what do you think he has to achieve to become the starter over somebody like Aiden Marshall, who we know is a solid puncher? Mm. Aiden has consistency. And mm-hmm. so he has a match consistency with, with, uh, more depth and that's possible. He also has to have like the speed of the connection because, 
last thing you want to do, especially with the kind of rugby kick that I'm sure he has, is, you know, take that five-step drop kick type deal. Mm-hmm. That That's not going to cut it. So he's got to cut that down. Yeah. It's going to be a quick, smooth motion. As yeah. long as he can, you know, smooth out the motion, be able to, uh, you know, receive, and get the ball in the air within a second or two, and then have consistency, it's going to be a really tight battle. Yep. Yeah. I'm I'm really excited to see who Gus ends up putting out there. Like it could very well be this, both of them. Maybe I mean we we did For that like different I think situations even a little bit early on. Yeah. And well, maybe maybe Aaron doesn't have the touch to put pin him deep. Yep. Maybe in shorter uh, yardage. I mean, Aiden was like consistent forty, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, his average, and we would see almost every single game. It was like his max would be like forty five. And like his average for the whole last season was thirty nine point three seven yards per That's punt. Consistent forty. So anywhere where we need to pin him, you know, within the ten yard line. Yeah. I think Aiden gets out there and just does his job. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Um pretty exciting. Uh just a lot of like fun excitement coming around. Uh even around I'm sure your office as well. Uh you're talking more and more about football because we're a month less than a month away 27 uh, days it's something like that it's probably pretty close to that 26 27 somewhere around there i'm just really excited to see this auburn team uh playing here in atlanta where ben and i both live uh ben do you have any other thoughts before we go uh i can't wait to see what happens with the offensive line because i think that's Mm -hmm. One of my biggest questions, just to see, one one of the things that Gus is doing this year, which is pretty exciting, is they're kind of getting everyone in place, and they're just going to figure out what position they want them to learn, and then yep. keep them there and make them master it, which is not what we did last year. We just moved people around every single game. Yeah. It was a different line. Yeah. And I want to see who gets where, and then how they do as far as developing within that position, learning it, and mastering it. I think that'll be the difference this year. The O-line has the talent. We just never had the consistency and never congealed. And if we can fix that, we're off to the races. Yep. They need to congeal. And anytime you say congeal, I think a congealed salad. I'm just like, you know so what? Man. I would love to have guys that look like Jello out there just getting <laughs> all the other D linemen stuck in them. That'd be great. <laughs> and then they'd be all sticky. Yeah. <laughs> sticky covered oh, yeah. in grass. Uh, no, wouldn't be able to get through that. but that's not as bad as the imagery from our uh combined all of the contributors from these you see if you know what i'm talking about and you want to go listen to that yeah <laughs> just go go listen to like the part two and the you'll, kickoff. you'll know exactly what we're talking about kickoff is where it's at mm-hmm. it was we weren't bad it was yeah. it was all it was good it was a yeah it's a great kickoff yeah Oh, it's a great kickoff. It's just hilarious, that, the topics that were brought that's up. That's a random thing. Who is going to be kicking off this year? Ooh. I mean, I would suspect Anders, but I don't know. I mean, I saw some uh, footage of him at like a training camp mm-hmm. uh, for kickers, and he was booming them like Daniel was through the end zone. All right, love it. Yep. It's done. Silver leg is in. Yep, I want him to boom them through every single time. So. Hey, give him a, maybe he's our new guy um, for both place kicking and kicking. I, I can see it. Ditto. Um, yep, yeah, I'm really excited about this year. There's a lot of 
um, great things coming out. Um, and this is just week one. This is there's only three practices that Auburn has finished. They haven't even had a scrimmage. Uh, this time next week, there's going to be a lot more information, a lot more stuff. Uh, we can get into more specifics uh, as more stuff comes out. Um, it's an exciting time for Auburn um, and just football in general. Um, so strap in, get ready. And uh, as Gus and everybody is saying, uh, ring the bell is, is their phrase this year. Ding, 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 um, ding, 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 ding. Yep, we got to finish and ring the bell. Um, so pretty excited uh, to see what comes from this year. Um, and with that, it's always great to be an Auburn Tiger and War Eagle. War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?